playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. my people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino it's your boy the radical latino what is popping my people welcome back to another episode and um just want to you know start off by saying shout out to all my listeners all my subscribers all the people out there fucking with me you know who are actually supporting me shout out to you guys um, a few of you guys actually gave out, you know, some money to your boy on, on his cash app. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all. Um, I put out my cash app, uh, you know, this is my birthday month, you know, October is my birthday month. I'm a Libra, you know, you're to all my Libras, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's my birthday month. So I put out my cash app, you know, thinking I wasn't going to get nothing. I'm like, I don't care. So whatever you want to support, support. Um, I was getting like $1 here, $2 there. Some, somebody sent me $50. So I'm like, shout out to y'all. But, um, yeah, so, so I'm getting, so, you know, shout out, shout out to you people. If, if you guys want to donate at the cash app, it's going to be in the description down below or, uh, on the details, but it's dollar sign radical Latino. So radical R A D I C A L Latino L A T I O N O. You know, so Radical Latino, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to support the uh, cash app dollar sign, Radical Latino, you know what I'm saying? Now, let me get into the shits. Before I start into the, in, in this whole episode, uh, this whole episode thing, right? Before I start into, in, in on that, um, I want to address the last episode. This is the reason why I've been out for a week because the last episode was my most controversial episode I've done so far. Believe it or not, my last episode, episode 55, this is episode 56, last episode 55 was my most controversial episode so far. The first ever, I'm damn near, I went through 50 something episodes and I have not seen something be, be this controversial for a lot of people, not only commenting on my YouTube, but also sending me emails, going to my Twitter, going to my Instagram and just hitting me up. I'm not even active on my Facebook, but people were going into my Facebook. I was getting emails left and right. And I'm like, what the fuck? The most controversial episode ever. And that episode basically was, is ADOS a low key white supremacist movement? That's all it was. It was a question. It was a question based on the evidence that I got. And this is my response to all you people because I was talking with a bunch of fuckheads over here, a bunch of dickheads, and they wasn't getting the shit. They just wanted to fight. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even look at the evidence I even presented. They didn't even look at nothing that I put down. None of that shit. One of, the, one of these dickheads actually made a whole video not even saying shit. Just going, um, just recording our back and forth comment on, on, on his phone. Like he literally got his phone, put some bullshit soundtrack in the back and just started going up. Like he's proven some shit. 
Hey, yo, my man, you got no subscribers, B. The f who the fuck are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I'm the biggest dude out here, but come on, B. Hey, yo, you serious? Because I just, I simply, and, and, the, and the motherfucker really came at me talking about, uh, well, uh, I just, uh, cause no, I told him, I said, yo, did you actually look at everything that I said? Or did you even hear it? Nah, you just speaking about it. Well, what the fuck? Hey, yo, so what are you mad? Because I put the question out there. It's based on the evidence that I got. It's based on the evidence that I got. And only two people so far, two people with level heads came at me and said, no, I believe you're wrong because of this and this and this. And I understood that i'm like okay cool but i wasn't criticizing ados whatsoever you don't guys get it through your fucking thick skulls i wasn't criticizing ados yes ados people need reparations they should have reparations it should not come in the form of college like fucking white supremacist vlad you know what I'm saying? It should not come in the form of Bitcoins. It should not come in the form of some imaginary cryptocurrency. It should not come in the form of, 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 um, you know, more education or it should not come in the form as a trade school. None of that shit. No, 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 no. It should not come in the form of that, of some jobs. No, it should not come in the form of that. It should come in the form of tangibles. That's what reparations should happen for ADOS people. It should come in the form of tangibles, money, land, etc., etc., etc. The only thing I was criticizing, the only thing I was criticizing is the connection that these ADOS leaders have. That's all I was criticizing. I'm not criticizing the idea. I'm not criticizing the things that need to be done. I was just criticizing the people connected to it. And I bet you motherfuckers are gonna take this shit, twist it around. Well, you know, you really, you know, letting people, they're secretly racist. Go fuck yourself. All I'm, all I was doing is criticizing the people connected to it. That's it. That is it. Yvette Cornell literally is connected to an organization that is white supremacist controlled. She damn near, there's a video of her damn near talking about what well, the Democrats are bad, which I agree. The Democrats are bad, but the Republicans are not any better. The Repub the Democrats are bad, and the answer is vote Donald Trump. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? So y'all motherfuckers want to go die in the hill of this ADOS movement, not the ideology of reparations, just the movement of these people who are connected to it because they are actually promoting infighting. In, in what sense does that even make? What sense does that even make? All these other people whose last, uh, uh, you know, whole uh, um, career has been talking about, you know, knowing your history, whole career is talked about knowing where you come from whole career is talked about um putting putting um certain people in, in power and placing all this other stuff talking about constantly talking about white supremacy all that shit goes all the way out the window when you start talking about just immigration bashing and nothing tangible nothing tangible i haven't heard nothing constructive from the leaders 
who are promoting this ADOS thing. I have not here heard one constructive argument point whatsoever. Whatsoever. I have not. And again, if you guys want me, if you guys want think that I'm wrong, talk to me. That's it. Talk to me. Don't still start accusing and start wilding out, calling me names and shit. You automatically lost doing that. So yeah, I'm going to come with some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. Yo, I think you're wrong. How do you think I'm wrong? Because of this. Okay, cool. And then me, and we just talk it out. We'll just talk it out. You could either sway me or unsway me. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm, that's all I'm doing. I'm criticizing the people that's connected to this movement, not the ideology. So for all of those who still don't think so, eat a dick. Feel what I'm saying? Now, moving on. Shit. <laughs> moving on. Now, me and my shorty recently, this is something I'm just going to just uh, update you and talk on this shit. Me and my shorty recently went to Six Flags recently just to like, you know, Fry Fest or whatever the case is. For those who don't know. Uh, Six Flags has this Halloween Fright Fest type of thing or whatever the case is, right? So, you know, I was like, yo, you want to go to this Fright Fest thing? Yeah, sure, whatever. All right, cool. So me and my shorty went out to Fright Fest. You know, for those who don't know, my shorty, is, she's West Indian. You know what I'm saying? So she always got, she always got like uh, a resting bitch face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I make fun of her because of that shit. That shit is hilarious. But, um, you know, she, she, she was, on, she was, you know, we were good. Everything was cool. But when we walked into the park, there's, um, a couple of things I started to notice. And I started to point out to the point where she was like, ah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're kind of right. Um, you saw the blatant, blatant racism, blatant racism in this park. Six Flags, the one in, was it Jacksonville, whatever, New Jersey, you saw the blatant racism in this park. When you first go in, the parking attendants are all black. They're all outside. They're all black. There's a couple of white people sprinkled in, just a couple, you know? I think they're the supervisor or whatever. I go in there, you know, we park. I'm walking again, the security guards and the ticket people all black. They're all outside and they're all black. You go inside the park, you see the stores inside the stores. It's all white folks. They're being, you know, shaded, protected air, AC, all the, and all that other shit. You're like, huh? Oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. All right. So we go to the Batman rides. Everything's cool. You know, the workers. Just the workers outside, all black. The people operating the machine, all white. Okay, all right. You know, I was, I was looking at this shit. I was like, all right, cool. And then I had to tell my shorty son. I was like, yo, I don't know. It's kind of racist over here. You, you seeing all this other side? I was breaking it down. She was like, yeah, I don't know. I think you bugging. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, we were ha still having a good time, or whatever the case is. We go to the section where it's like carnival games. You know what I'm saying? It was a carnival games and you automatically saw the division. You automatically saw the division when we got to that carnival part, literally down the middle, 
right hand side all black folks literally all black folks on the right hand side they would just you know do you know working their thing whatever you know what i'm saying and literally on the left are all white folks same carnival spot they have games and you win prizes and shit but literally down the middle it was separated black and white and i found that shit extremely interesting and i even told my shorty while we were walking i said babe look at what the fuck is happening and she's like oh shit you're right and i'm like yeah hey yo what the fuck something else that i didn't even say that i noticed on the black side their games weren't really to what i saw wasn't really all that polished or whatever the case the white side their games were a little bit more polished a little bit more advanced or whatever maybe that's just me nitpicking i don't know but that's what i kept on seeing i kept on seeing the people outside doing their thing were all black and everybody else who were like you know basically in the better positions in it were white you know what i'm saying so when fright fest happened so for those who don't know six flags has this fright fest festival where you know it's like a halloween theme they get a bunch of actors or 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 people who just volunteer i don't know how it works but they dress them up with makeup and when the sun goes down they pretend to be monsters and they chase you around the park and scare you and stuff like that right they're all those actors are all white something else that i noticed and i'm like wow this is this is interesting this is extremely extremely interesting wow so that's you know one thing that i noticed i just want to share you got um share that with you guys and also um me and her saw two you know trump supporters two trump supporters um you know this dude was wearing you know a maga hat and a sh maga shirt and that shit right there you know what i'm saying that shit right there i was like yeah and then i think in the bathroom that i went to use the bathroom it said trump 2020 you know so they were already on their you know their little white supremacist shit you know what i'm saying but just wanted to share that my thoughts on that with you guys and all that you know now moving on to my youtube beef so i'm recording this as fresh as it gets i'm recording this sunday night okay i'm recording this shit sunday night i released earlier two youtube episodes one was me going at antone um butthead antonio batista you know butthead you know as he's as he's known now and another video of me breaking down this movie in the in the shadow of the moon i think that's how it's called i hope that's that's what i what i got right in in the shadow of the moon or something like that i think that's how you yeah in the shadow of the moon yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it's a weird it has a weird name i don't know it, I, I was calling it in the shadow of the eclipse moon eclipse shadow you know what i'm saying like it, it has a weird name it has a really weird name just get something catchy so you know something very short in the shadow of the you know, come on whatever but anyway so i released uh you know first of all this whole youtube thing um 
again, I'm not trying to come at this dude, Antonio. I'm not trying to come at him whatsoever. I'm not trying to come at him whatsoever. And the thing is, I, uh, I'm not trying to come at him whatsoever. The thing is that this is the type of thing that I have to, I feel like I have to call out. You feel what I'm saying? I have to call this shit out. I have to call this shit out. I cannot allow somebody like this to be out here spewing white supremacy. I can't allow that. Not whatsoever. I cannot allow that. And if somebody's going to be out here, especially another Latin person, which I don't consider himself Latin and no one else should be considering himself Latin because he classifies himself as white. So that whole Latin shit goes out the window when you classify yourself as white and start talking down and having these racist ideologies about black folks and especially dark, dark Latin folks. So it has nothing to do. So that whole black thing, that shit goes out the window. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. The whole Latin thing, that shit goes out the window. That So now you're just focusing on race alone. You feel what I'm saying? So all that shit goes out the window. So. I feel like it's my duty. It's my duty as a, as an anti-racist strategist It's my duty to go against motherfuckers like this. You feel what I'm saying? Make them feel uncomfortable as possible. He made a video talking about make them feel uncomfortable. Guess what? It's my job too. I got to make you feel uncomfortable as possible and best believe I got a lot of people behind the scenes looking into this motherfucker. It's not something I started. It's people doing it on their own. They're feeding me information. All right. They're sending me screenshots of all his family members, Instagrams, all his family members, workplace. You know what I'm saying? I got pictures that I did. You know, I, I uploaded a, vo a, uh, a photo, you know, a video, I uploaded a video, but pictures of him allegedly sending it to a 14 year old girl. So this dude, this dude, Antonio, this dude. He, he's on some desperate shit. You know what I'm saying? My man is pissed off. He doesn't have enough swag like black folks do. You know what I'm saying? He's pissed off that he's not getting enough play. He's getting probably this left and right. My man has to go out and, you know, be like, like show out with some money just to get women to talk to him and all that. So that gets frustrating. I get it. So now he has to go settle for any for something less you know all right let me go holler at a 14 year old girl i don't care allegedly allegedly let me go holler at a 14 year old girl she doesn't know anybody she's young you know what i'm saying she's like she it's 2019 they're like ew nigga get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying he's like all right let me go holler at an older woman older women don't want you my man older women don't want you all the women are like, yo, you ain't coming with no swag. You sound like an idiot. I'm older and well more educated than you. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You feel me? So with all that, with all that said and done, my man over here is looking stupid. And it's my conspiratorial belief that him and Kim might have like a competition going on. <laughs> It's just, just me just fucking around. I don't really think that, but it's kind of funny to think so. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. So yeah, this, you know, Antonio butthead, you know what I'm saying? He could go eat a dick. 
Um, so before I go into the movie Shadow, the Shadow into the Moon movie, whatever, I want to give you guys a quick update on my documentary. Okay, so I already came up with a name. Um, I came up with a name already um, with my documentary. I'm not going to share it. I want to um, get everything already settled down. You know what I'm saying? I already did a few interviews already that I recorded. I'm still awaiting more interviews to come. I got a lot of things behind the scenes working. I got um, a lot of, um, you know, I, I got a lot of moving parts. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially, I want to make this perfectly clear. This movie is going to be 100% free, okay? This movie, this documentary, this four-part documentary is going to be free, okay? It's going to be 100% free. I'm going to drop a trailer maybe two to three months from now. You know what I'm saying? Or probably sooner. Who knows? But I'm, I have everything, you know, working behind the scenes on this shit. You know, I got somebody making me a poster. You know what I'm saying? I got um, other interviews lined up. I got um, some people who, with camera equipment who are ready to come in and interview. And mind you, all the people in front of the camera and behind the camera are non-white. And when I say mean non-white, they're all black and Latin folks who identify of being black. So miss me with all that bullshit. Anyway, so I just want to be very, very, very transparent. I'm not getting no money for this. If anything, I'm losing money from this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's all gonna be free on YouTube. All gonna be all four parts. I'm not gonna drop four parts out in the open like that. No, I want to build the shit up. So I'm gonna drop the trailer first. Maybe three weeks after that, or a month after that, I'm gonna drop the first episode, the first part, part one, and then a little bit more than that. Then I'll drop part two, see how it does. Then part three and part four. Okay, so. This whole documentary is going to be based upon the relationship between Dominican Republic and Haiti. That's it. It's it's for me to better understand it because I never really understood what was the whole beef. You feel what I'm saying? I never understood what was the whole beef. I always thought it was like, yo, why are black folks fighting with black folks? You know, why do they care who's Haitian? You know, and something that I always wondered when because in DR, the a racial epithet over there in DR is calling somebody a Haitiano. So it's confusing for somebody from America to hear somebody being called their nationality. Oh, mira, he's a Haitiano. Like, look at that Haitian over there. I'm like, yeah, he is. He's a Haitian. Yeah, what about it? You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't see nothing wrong with that. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a Haitian. <laughs> I'm Dominican, American, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's what my response would be. And people would look at me weird. And I would look at them weird because I'll be confused. I'm like, what the fuck? This, you know what I'm saying? Later on, I found out that was actually a racial hep, um, a racial epithet. And I didn't know that. And I'm like, wait a minute. How is that a racial epithet? Calling somebody a Haitian. You you, you know? It, it was really weird. It was really weird. But then throughout the history that you actually know about the Haitians and the Dominicans and how Haiti, you know, basically did what they had to do. And then the Dominicans, you know, did what they had to do. And then how the Dominicans, um, basically 
you know, did whatever, and then when Trujillo came, and Trujillo started the whole Parsi map, you know what I'm saying? All of this shit, all of this shit, it gets deep. It gets deep. So I want to, you know, give this whole thing some justice. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fun. This whole documentary is not going to be glorifying one side. It's not going to be glorifying the other side. It's going to be about straight facts. There's no narrative in this documentary whatsoever. Okay. I want to make it as neutral as possible, but as factual as possible. You know what I'm saying? And I got some very heavy hitters in this shit that I know personally, and I'm just learning about. So really look forward to that. You know what I'm saying? Now I want to move on to my, uh, my next topic, which is in the shadow of the moon, right? So I did a breakdown. I did a breakdown of that movie in the shadow of the moon and in, you know, in, in face value, it doesn't really look that deep whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really look that deep just to basically go down the line. It's not face value. The trailer doesn't make it no justice because you think it's one thing, but in reality it's so sneaky. It's so sneaky. It throws the audience a whole curveball that you're like, Whoa, what the fuck? I didn't know it was that, but someone like me who studies this shit, I caught it before the middle act. You know what I'm saying? I caught that shit before the middle act. So just to give you guys a gist of it, um, it's a, basically a, a mystery thriller type of thing, sci-fi thriller type of thing. Basically there's a girl that's going back in time, killing people. And there's a cop that doesn't know why she's killing people. And every nine years, this, this woman, this killer strikes and starts killing people. And then you see the, um, you see it through the eyes of the detective, how this case is wrapping his life around, you know, he starts deteriorating, just losing himself in this case, you know, to the point where he finds out that the case is, you know, it's a lot closer than he thought, you know what I'm saying? So that's basically the gist of it. You know, you, you're confused the whole time. You're like time travel. What the fuck? Nine years. Oh shit. You know what I mean? So now, um, the way it breaks down, basically, you know, um, if you look guys, go to the Netflix trailer or whatever, the people who really saw this movie are all really pretty much they're mad. And when you actually see who the, who are the people who are mad at this movie are white folks. So you have to wonder what are white folks really mad about? So when you really see the movie, they start giving you little hints. So the first hint is a American flag without the 50 stars, just five stars and a blue strip line through the middle of the of the flag. Now that's very, very, very interesting. Now we all know there's a white supremacist movement called the three percenters, right? I don't know where they're based out at, but there is a white supremacist movement called the three percenters. Now in movies, they always have to twist something 
or make it like a reference to it. So those five stars are to me, to me, those five stars are reminiscent to those 3% white supremacist organizations. You know what I'm saying? And also I did an episode a while back breaking down a racist podcast. And he was talking about how some of the five states need to get together and made a white, all white, ethno stating, all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So that was probably reminiscent. Now, the thin blue line on that flag is very reminiscent of the whole Blue Lives Matter thing. Now, Blue Lives Matter, as we all know, came about as a way to combat Black Lives Matter. Now, whenever black people have something, they can't be alone. Oh, they always have to get forwarded or get their shit taken away or something. Some bullshit needs to happen, right? So when Black Lives Matter came out and started talking about police brutality and injustice and basically calling out white supremacy, what was white supremacist response to that? A few actually. Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, you know? So it was a way to fort that. It was a way to fort that. And they were very, and they were very, you know, um, they, 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 were ver- they were very, you know, effective in their forting. You feel me? So that was very interesting. And then the camera pans down to a whole terrorist act. Again, that's another thing. It's bas- the movie's basically saying these are the real terrorists. A whole car bomb went off office buildings all blown up and shit they're saying these are the real terrorists all these other islam and all you know all these other people these are not the real terrorists feel what i'm saying these are not the real people you guys are focusing your 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 efforts and issues at the wrong side these are the real people damn near we see this shit happen almost every other day you feel what i'm saying white folks just taking out arms and shooting the people left and right, left and right, left and right, because they want to start a racial holy war. You know what I'm saying? Timothy McVeigh did that. You know? And every other person right out of that did that. You know? So then you go on and the movie goes and they start showing different type of white folks in different class. In different class. Some are poor. Some have you know, a moderate or low income, they cooks, they cooks at a diner. So uh, some other ones are very high end, you know, they're very wealthy and they're playing in concerts. Another one is just a, um, you know, uh, a middle income, you know, person who drives buses or city job, you know what I'm saying? And when you see these people, these three white folks, or these few white folks, you start wondering, okay, what was the connection? And the camera focuses on one of these white people having uh, a Thomas Jefferson. Was it was it Thomas Jefferson? I don't know. But one of the founding fathers' books, like you know these books or whatever. And that's very uh, again, that's very reminiscent. Now there's two messages here: the founding fathers, right? The founding fathers. They made it a point to make the constitution and this land a land just for white folks. This is written down. We need to preserve preserve the supremacy of men. 
What do they really mean by that? It's not that hard to tell. If we know these type of people had slaves back in the day, if we know these type of people actually had a type of ideology, remember Thomas Jefferson wrote saying that black women are ugly, disgusting, and something they shouldn't be desired. But yet his actions didn't reflect that, now did it? Now, why did he have to say such a thing? He said that black people lack empathy. Empathy. Why does somebody need to say that they lack empathy? Because he was ripping families apart. So you have to kind of have to lie to yourself and justify your actions on why you do shit. You know what I'm saying? These were, you know, these the, these founding fathers of America were founding white supremacists. You know what I'm saying? They were founding the foundation of white supremacy. So that's one message. The other message is that regardless of how white people's economic system or, or economic gain or what class that they um, belong in, they share one goal and one goal only, white supremacy. That's the only goal. And it doesn't matter if a motherfucker is working in the pig stand, shoveling shit. Doesn't matter if a motherfucker is driving a bus or playing a piano full of white folks. All three of them have one in common and they come together with that same goal. That they don't like non-white people. That's the thing. That's the thing that they all have in common and they will not disagree about that. They could fight about everything else, but when it comes to that, they all get together on one code and one code only talking about, yeah, they're the problems. We need to preserve, preserve our lineage. You feel what I'm saying? So you start seeing this shit, right? So those are the two messages and like, I'm over here catching shit. You should have seen me in the uh, in, in, in the couch. I was catching shit. I was like, yo, this white supremacy, yo, this shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? And these people are fucking dying out of nowhere, right? And then this cop, is she trying to figure shit out? He's like, yo, these fucking three people die. And then they find one more person, a female, young, young female in some little rave club. She's bugged out of her mind. And she was like, yo, um, some, some chick just, you know, she just stabbed me in the neck with these little um, things. And the, 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 the detective is like, a girl, what you talking about? She's like, she looked like she didn't belong here. And then he's like, what you mean by that? She's like, the person that stabbed me on the neck with the little prick shit or whatever, she's black. So what ended up happening next? They just started rounding up a bunch of random black women. They started rounding up a bunch of black women just left and right, left and right, left and right. Because remember, when white folks start screaming wolf, all hell breaks loose. We gotta stop shit. You feel what I'm saying? We gotta stop shit. So, when that, when people were round, getting rounded up or whatever the case is, um, the detective finds the girl. She's in a subway. They get into a scuffle. She starts saying some, um, you know, futuristic shit or whatever that he doesn't understand. The audience don't understand, but she obviously understands. They get into a scuffle. She ends up dead. You know what I'm saying? Then nine years 
goes in the future, this killer attacks again. This time, a professor dies. And this is another thing. He's like, what? Nine years? Somebody else is dead? What? So he goes to the professor's you know, school where he, he just randomly died. And he sees that there's a bunch of founding father you know, books again in front of his desk. Another, you know, which I already broke down. But then he had something on the on the on the blackboard. And one of the detectives was like, Who's this person's name? What the hell? What does it does he have to do with this? And then the detective, the head detective, said something very, 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 very interesting. Which sparked my antennas and I already knew the whole thing and I was in for the ride. He said one of these anarchist Ruby Ridge types. Now why did he say why didn't he not say a white supremacist? Because for the uninitiated this still needs to be something that you gotta figure out. You know? The movie has to hit you with, with uh mm, you know what I'm saying? Towards the end. With somebody like me who studies this shit. Once I heard Ruby Ridge, I, that's all I needed to know. Everything else confirms it. Everything else confirms it. I said, wait a minute. Ruby Ridge, for all those who don't know, Ruby Ridge was the first spark that made Timothy McVeigh go into this whole white supremacist mission. Ruby Ridge... I'm gonna just you know go down really quickly. Uh, the FBI was a, was against was trying to get this white supremacist that was modifying guns. They actually found him. He decided not to come out, and there was a standoff. The whole town heard about it, and they all came out in droves trying to defend him. Funny thing is, the whole town was a whole town of white supremacists. You know, just the, um, defending him and stuff. This ain't right. You know, a bunch of you know fucked up white folks on meth messing teeth with headlights. You know, so you start, you know, you start. I'm like, all right, Ruby Ridge. Oh shit, this is very interesting. Okay, this is very, very, very interesting. So you uh, fast forward, you know, and he ends up finding this the, the girl again. She's not dead this time, and he's fucked up this time he's fucked up how the hell you not dead i saw you die this and this and this and all this other shit you know she is the same person she says some again some she says some futuristic shit that doesn't make any sense to the audience or the detective you're like what what's going on anyway fast forward nine years later you know he's fucked up the detective is fucked up he doesn't know where he at you know he's living in his car all his, his whole world is upside down you know what I'm saying? But he, now he has a lead. Now he has a lead. And his lead is that the, that the, um, one of us, uh, that most of these people that were dying, most of the people, actually all of the people that were dying, first of all, are all white. And they all subscribe to one type of newsletter like uh it was like a like a podcast you know what i'm saying before podcasts were podcasts this is was mind you this was in the 80s you know so they, they would subscribe to newsletters they subscribe to a newsletter 
all of them subscribed to one newsletter. He was like, what the hell? So I got to go pay them a visit, pay this person a visit. He goes and pays them a visit, finds out that the person who was part of this new newsletter, the leader of this newsletter was a white supremacist. He's now dead, but he was a white supremacist. So he's like, what the fuck? What's all of this? So the, the late, the lady that owns the house comes and shows him the flag. You know, the one that happened in the first movie gives him a bunch of pictures and documents talking about the white race, the ethno state, blah, 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 basically a white supremacist, right? So she, she's like, yeah, you know, he died, blah, 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 and all this other shit. And she gives him the, the list of all the people that he was mailing shit to. And all the people on that list were all dead. And he's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Then he runs into the woman again, the black lady, the black woman again. He chased her into her little teleportation device and that's it gone. That's it gone. Then fast forward nine years later, my man's still in the beach waiting for that nine years to come for her to come. You know what I'm saying? And when she finally arrives, my man puts his gun out. And this is very interesting because there's two things that happen in this whole thing. I'm just going to say this and then I'm gonna break it down. Um, he puts his gun out. She talks to him and said, you ain't going to really do anything, blah, 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 because I'm actually your granddaughter. And then breaks it down saying that, um, I'm the daughter of your, of your, I'm the daughter of your daughter and all of this other bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Mean and meaning that basically she's an offspring of an interracial couple, right? He puts his gun down and let her do her own mission or whatever the case is, because she said that you actually approved of this and all this other shit, right? This is very interesting. Two things happen here. One, when he pulled his gun out, knowing what he knows, knowing that all the people on that list were dead because they're all a bunch of white supremacists that did not matter to him. And that was very, 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 very interesting. You know why? Because that says that regardless what white people see other white folks do, they still have to find a way to defend them. Look at how many people defend Donald Trump. Look at how many people really, you know, talk, say that Donald Trump ain't racist when he's going off the wall saying racist shit. Donald Trump is a white supremacist at this point. Do we really need any more evidence? But for other white folks, oh, no, 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 no. You don't know he, if he's a white supremacist. You need to prove it. Has he said it? You know, for white folks, you really need to get have a diary of these people's darkest secrets and deepest thoughts for them to actually, you know, actually admit okay yeah he's a white supremacist you need uh, for them you need this person to be uh, admitted you know what i'm saying but do we need to blame them for that is because they're on code even if they're ignorant on that fact they are on code and guess what we need to be like that we need to be on code like that wait what you what you talking about um pedro over here is uh is a is a is a stealer nah he ain't no stealer what you talking about have you seen him take anything what you mean rodriguez over here 
is a liar. What you talking about? Have you caught him in a lie? You know what I'm saying? We need to be just like that. White folks are just like that. They don't mind. They don't. They they don't. They will defend their own people, indirectly, and directly. You know what I'm saying? So that was one message. And then the second message was interracial sex will stop racism. That's what the second message was. That's what the second message was. Interracial sex will stop racism. Again, I don't agree or disagree on interracial couples or interracial sex. I don't disagree or agree on that. But we have to know one thing that a lot of times when non-white people get with white people for some reason they think they hit the jackpot that's something we gotta know shit i've seen some of my own family members get with white folks and you see that my aunt or some of the their family members start jumping for joy because of the person that they got with was white like yo what the hell you know what I'm saying? What what people what people um that's non-white whiteness to them it's it's like hitting the lottery. You know what I'm saying? Why? It's because we've seen time and time again throughout history on all these other countries that you know white folks they come with tangibles. So subconsciously we start looking at white folks as the saviors so do we really need to you know bury them and stuff like that bury our our people with that nah you know what i'm saying it's something that happens you know what i'm saying it's something that happens in some black families that shit happens too people get praised for you know dealing with white folks you know what i'm saying but anyway that was my in-depth more depth 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 <laughs> breakdown of this movie you feel what i'm saying and another movie that i saw this week was the joker um not gonna really go into deep into deep but the joker basically it was you know it basically harped on mental illness 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 that's all it harped on that's it mental illness and i saw that and i said wait a minute is this a way for them for for the white society to basically say listen um don't be so hard on these mass murderers don't be so hard on these mass killers they're mentally ill what what can you what can you really do they're mentally ill can you give them a a second chance you know what i'm saying that movie basically made the joker sympathetic in some way you really felt for him you find out that this guy was lied to this whole time you find out that this guy was abused the whole time half of the movie isn't even real he's so mentally fucked up that you don't even know if half of the movie is real or not you know what I'm saying? Because we're going into this movie through the eyes of the Joker. You feel me? You find out he, he's Bruce Wayne's son. 
then you find out that he's not, then you find out that he's adopted. It, it just takes you through this whole thing. You find out he was abused as a kid. It takes you through this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And it keeps, uh, and that's the whole main part of the movie, mental illness. Now, what is really going on in America now? Half of these white boys are going into places shooting shit up, right? Right? Half of these white boys are going into places shooting shit up. And what do they all got in common? Mental illness. Lone wolf. Mental illness. Mind you, this movie has won a golden lion. Apparently in France, that's some big deal or whatever the case is. This movie has been praised to be a system, uh, a cinematography masterpiece. This movie is getting rave reviews up and down. This is a DC superhero movie, something that has never been done before. And people are tripping over themselves to give this shit a hundred million stars. Was it shot so, you know, ghastly? A gastastic to the point where it's so fucking good no not really is the story great yes does it take you on the ride yes it does but what is the underlining message every movie has a narrative every movie has a narrative and I see this narrative I could be completely wrong this narrative is saying be sympathetic to the mass killers. That's what I see this movie saying. Be sympathetic to the mass killers. Yes, these are crazy people. No, yes, these are these are cold-hearted killers. These are mass murderers. But guess what? Let's see how their childhood went through. Guess what? They're mentally ill. Guess what? That's what it's really saying. Be sympathetic to the mass killers. So when a person goes into a church, a mall, a parking lot, a supermarket, anything where there's a mass group of people and shoot up the place, he could just say, hey, listen, I'm mentally ill. Hey, no, don't worry about my whole internet history of me talking bad about niggas and all this other shit. I hate it. Um, um, Latin people, they're all Mexicans to me. No, 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 no. Ignore all that. I'm mentally ill. Oh, yeah. So, uh, listen. Ignore the whole fact that I was indoctrinated. No, no, no. I'm mentally ill. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I'm mentally ill. No, listen. Ignore the whole fact that I made a manifesto and this was already pre-planned for years and years and years. I'm mentally ill. And because this movie is in the psyche of the consciousness of people. And mind you, this movie is getting top, top, top reviews from the Hollywood elites. And most of these Hollywood elites have political leanings and influences. What you think is going to happen? What you think? This is not the first time a movie has shaped the social construct. A Clockwork Orange did that. A Clockwork Orange, for those who haven't seen it, it's some fucked up film from back in the 80s or 70s or something like that. A Clockwork Orange got to the, it was it was crazy enough to actually have some laws changed. I think it wasn't in America or something, but yes, A Clockwork Orange did that. 
they changed some laws to the point where they were like, oh shit, now we gotta change a couple of shit. You know what I mean? I forget either, I think even in the US or outside the US or something like that. But yeah, it changed some laws. It was that influential. That's how crazy it was. You feel what I'm saying? Now, to my next topic Stacy Dash. Jesus Christ. Stacy Dash. So, Stacy Dash, um, Stacy Dash got arrested, right? And she basically, she got arrested and shit, right? And she basically was, you know, handcuffed and all that. The body cam footage came out. TMZ had all this shit, right? And the reason why she got arrested is because I think her husband's daughter and her got into it or whatever the case is. And uh, she didn't put her hands on her. Anyway, but that's not the reason why I'm even talking about this shit. Mind you, Stacy Dash is half Latina and half black. First of all, I didn't even know that. She just looked like a straight up black woman to me, you know? But I had a mini small crush on her, by the way. But I didn't even know she was Latina until that shit came out. So she's half Mexican and half black, right? All right, cool. Shout out to her. Then, this is the shit that people are really talking about. On her arrest record, when she got arrested, she was put down as white. She was put down as white. Now, people are bugging out about this shit. They're like, what the hell? She's nowhere near white. What, is she dark white? What the fuck? She's nowhere near white. What the hell is going on here, right? So, you end up... So, this is the thing, what I know. Especially because I've been arrested in New York before. They don't ask you for your race here. They literally just write your name down, blah, 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 blah. They look at you and they pick whatever. You know what I'm saying? They don't ask you for your race. I know a lot of my other friends got arrested outside of New York. And there is an option where they ask you, they ask you a bunch of questions. Oh, what's your race? You know what I'm saying? I know some friends that have been arrested outside of New York who actually filled out some of that questionnaire themselves when they went bookings. So I don't know how that went. Either they asked her it, they didn't ask her or she did it herself. But the fact that it's put down white and, and Stacey Dash have said some questionable shit in the past kind of puts like a, ah, ah, like what the hell? I guess that white woman magic ain't working cause you're still arrested, ma. You know, but then, um, you get updates talking about the, the police department, the California police department say, oh, that was a mistake and we're going to fix it and all this other stuff. And her husband po posted her bail and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? But that was a little, that was a little funny style. That was a little interesting that I found out. You know what I'm saying? That was a little interesting. Another thing that happened this, uh, these two weeks that I was, you know, MIA because I wanted the last episode to build up because all the hate that I was getting and shit is the Amber Geiger trial. So I made a whole video on that shit and you guys can go check it out on my YouTube channel. But something very, very, very interesting was happening that I really want to talk about. It turned into a whole fucking circus. The judge was giving her hugs. Um, both in jeans, um, brother was giving her hugs. The officer was petting her hair and all this other crazy shit. So 
everybody was going crazy off, off of this case. Everybody was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? This shit looks funny style, blah, 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 and all this other crazy shit, right? Rightfully so. Rightfully so. People w wasn't feeling this shit. Why, you know, why are you giving, why are you so empathetic to this murderer? Mind you, she's convicted murderer. She was convicted. After this whole thing, a lot of interesting things happened. Joshua Brown, one of the key witnesses that said and testified, I did not hear her say, put your hands up. Ended up being shot in front of his apartment in the parking garage, right? So right then and there, you're like, whoa, what the hell? What a coincidence, you know? What a coincidence. Mind you, Amber Geiger got 10 years, right? And I've been going to this case like crazy. But Amber Geiger got 10 years. And the thing is, right? When you start going into the case and then you hear about Joshua Brown, then you're like, wait, what, what's the connection here? Now, the thing is, a lot of people on both sides, white and black, were pissed off about the 10 year verdict. Black people, for the most part, didn't think 10 years was good enough. Guess what? I'm one of them. I don't think 10 years was good enough. 15, 20, yes, reasonable. Give her 26, because that's what uh, um, both of them would have been. 26 would have been reasonable, but they gave her 10. And Yo, I was furious. Black folks were furious, right? Rightfully so. But on the other side, the white side, on the other side, they were mad about her getting time, period. So you're like, wait a minute. Wait, what? So, so you're just mad that she just got time at all? So on one side, they're mad that she didn't get enough time. And on the other side, they're mad that she got time. You feel what I'm saying? So you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Right? And one thing about white folks, I'm gonna tell you guys one thing about white folks, when they get mad and they feel like they're being unjustly persecuted. Oh, they will let you know. They're like, God damn it, man. This is not fair. You, my father will have your ass. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they will let you know. You know what I'm saying? If they got a result, result matters into their own hands, you know, shoot up a club, they will let you know, trust me. But that, you know, Joshua Brown dies, right? Then two things happen. And then I'm gonna go into the Joshua Brown thing, right? Two things happen. Uh, Joshua Brown, no, I'm sorry. The, the jury, I'm sorry. The jury, the jury. Two of the jurors, you know, talk, right? They do an interview and they talk. And they said that, well, yeah, you know, um, we gave her a guilty verdict because when she heard somebody was in her thing, she already took the gun and wanted to eliminate the threat, right? Then they said, um, why did you guys decide on a 10 year? Because she had five and 99 years. And they're like, well, we, that's the thing. We really didn't want to do it. But since we saw the family being so empathetic and they were like, ah, 
Let's go easy on her, guys. Not five, not 15, but okay, just let's just do 10. You know what I'm saying? So, because that family was empathetic on that fact, and damn near everybody was giving her a hug. I thought the janitor was gonna come in there and give her a hug. You know? That that's the reason why they give her so much less time. So I'm like, okay, um, all right, that's okay. And then because I was I was really, you know, going in on this case, I know that the family was suing Amber Geiger in the city. Guess what? That lawsuit is thrown out because the judge in that lawsuit case saw this shit and said, no, you guys forgave her. Why the fuck are you going to still sue? So look how that all that empathy goes out the window. Huh? Look how all that empathy goes out the window. You feel what I'm saying? But anyway, so now going and focusing on Tammy, Tammy Kim. So she was on a talk show and they basically asked her, yo, uh, why did you hug Amber Geiger? She went to explain and then she, well, I didn't really hug her. You know, she wanted a hug and then she wanted a Bible. And then, you know, I just went and dig. I was like, oh, baby girl. Okay, I'll do it. You know what I mean? She wanted to this whole explaining bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But just listen to the shit and then listen to what her explanation is about the court officer just randomly patting her hair. Listen to this bullshit about the bailiff and explain to us what happened there. So much of this, you have the answers to far more. I do. What happened in that moment? So Ms. Geiger had been found guilty of murder and I had held her bond insufficient, which means she was not free to move about. She was in the custody of the sheriff's department. However, we were on a lunch break and I couldn't send her to the jail to be frisk. So we ask a female bailiff to stay with her throughout the lunch break. And if you know anything about the jail, you gotta search every part of a person, including their hair, because we have people smuggle contraband and weapons in all manner of ways. She was searching her so, hair? Yes, yeah, she was accused of stroking her hair, but actually what she's looking for is contraband or weapons. And they do that to every female. So if you come to the Dallas County Jail, they're gonna remove your... All right, so so you guys heard, I just cut that shit off right there. You guys heard that, right? She was searching for weapons. And by the way, I didn't add that sound, uh, that laughing soundtrack. That's the audience right there, laughing. Laughing of this bullshit. She's insulting our intelligence. Are you serious? Are you serious? She's searching for contraband and weapons? This lady is not a career criminal. What are you talking about? And by the way, last time I checked, don't they do that before you go into court? You feel what I'm saying? Come on, that makes no sense. Now you're insulting our intelligence. She wasn't petting her. She wasn't. She was searching for contra. Man, she was getting. She was getting sympathy left and right. Miss me with all that bullshit miss me with all that fucking bullshit you feel what i'm saying so 
they want us to believe that bullshit, right? Because right now, uh, Tammy, the judge, she's getting a lot of heat right now. She is getting a lot of heat. And there's, there's rumors that she might get booted off of her position. You feel me? So, then you find out Joshua Brown's been murdered. And you go like, oh, what the fuck? Joshua Brown's been murdered? What the hell was going on? Why would somebody randomly kill him? This makes no sense. You feel me? This makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. Then, you find out the reason why he was murdered. They talking about a drug deal gone bad. Uh, mind you, Joshua Brown is in Dallas, Texas. He moved maybe a couple of miles away from that old apartment. He's in Dallas, Texas. These people that murdered him drove four hours from Alexandra, Louisiana. Four hours for weed? So, they want to insult our intelligence again. So, a drug deal gone bad, right? They shoot the connect, don't take his drugs, but just shoot him and leave? Yeah. Some of this shit is not adding up, homie. I'm just saying, some of this shit is not adding up. You feel what I'm saying? So, I want to fast forward now into another topic. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to fast forward to in Kansas City, right? Kansas City. Nine people has been, this is like last week, nine people shot, four killed, Sunday morning shooting, Kansas City, Kansas Bar. Then you start reading the, the, the news article, and then you start saying, seeing that, wait a minute, investigators say all the victims were Hispanic males. One was uh, 50, uh, it's 50, another one's 30 and 20s. Investigators say this was not a random shooting and that they were targeted so again my people again latin people are being targeted again how many times do latin people need to have this wake-up call again we're being targeted if we don't wake up and smell what the fuck is going on we're gonna be like sitting ducks out here okay Again, so I just wanted to, you know, bring that up. I don't want to get in too deep into it. I just want to bring that up. You feel me? So now, the next thing I want to talk about, which is the main topic, is dark history of America's war on Latin people. Lynchings. This is part two. I told you guys I'm going to do these dark history of America series randomly i'm just gonna do it randomly i'm just gonna showcase a bunch of things that latin people were you know um put through and mind you in america in america because of you know white supremacy all latin people were classified as mexicans in white people's eyes so whenever you hear mexicans were targeted mexicans this mexicans this, remember they all see white uh, Latin people as Mexicans, okay? 
they would damn near classify Puerto Ricans as Mexicans. In the census, they were classifying all Latin people as Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? When you actually look deep into it, you actually start seeing that most of these people were Salvadorians, Ecuadorians, uh, Central Americans, and all the, and they were classified as Mexicans. Puerto Rican, Dominicans, they were classified as Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? So, what is the war on Latin people, right? The, the lynchings, Latin lynchings. What is that? Well, back in the day, when black people were getting lynched, Latin people were getting lynched as well. This is a thing a lot of people don't know. A lot of people in American history think that white people were here, they were racist as shit. Black people were over here being oppressed as shit, and that's it. Latin people were just X'd out. No, that's not true whatsoever. Latin people had a very deep history in this country, and also we have very deep oppression in this country. That's the thing. A lot of Latin, a lot of people don't know that. Latin history has been stripped away, not from only our culture, but while we're also here. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, white people will lynch Latin people when there was no black people around. You feel me? That was no, that was not always the case. But yes, that did happen. And there was plenty of Latin people getting lynched. So before I get into my whole historical breakdown, I want you guys to listen to a clip. Well, anyway, this is this is what I wanted to show you because it, it is considered by many to be the most famous tree in all of Texas. Okay. This is the famous hanging tree of uh, Goliad County. It was a site of extrajudicial executions. In other words, this is where they lynched Mexicans. How many Mexicans were there? Some say 80, 90, 100, but we really don't even know. And of course, on the other side of there is the famous whipping post where they would tie Mexicans and, and other people, blacks, and, and, and whip them for uh, transgressions against the, the, uh, the social order. Uh, over there, uh, we have a tree where it is said that they hung the blacks because, um, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Even, you know, in Texas, we had standards. You can't lynch a, a black person from the same tree that you lynch a brown person. And, you know, it, it just ain't fitting. It ain't fitting. It just ain't fitting. So, right. so yeah, so they, I mean, uh, this, this is the kind of crazy racism that fueled all this. And why? It was economics. And it was also the fact that they wanted our land. They, in fact, they came here to take our land and they were very successful. Wow, how crazy is that, right? How crazy is the fact that this racism, especially in Texas, but this is all going throughout the South, even the North, but you, like, how crazy is that, that the only priorities that they had is like, oh, no, 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 this is only, this tree is only exclusive for Latin folks and this other tree is exclusive for black folks. You can't hang a Latin person in the black tree. No, 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 no. I found that kind of funny, but also I got, I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? No, you don't know. This is only good for black hanging. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? You, you feel me? So I, I found that I was like, okay, but it's, it's very interesting because when you hear a lot of racists to say, go back to your country, get out of your land, get out of this land and all the only immigrants in this country to be completely honest are white folks 
black people were here originally latin people were here originally believe it or not we were we were here originally the thing is when the whole mexican uh you know war against america happened america wanted to draw a big huge line across it and once they did that they got into a settlement agreement with mexico and mexico was like okay what is gonna happen with all those brown people that are mexicans and latin people that are over there which you already guys classify as mexicans you know what are gonna happen up with them they need rights and the u.s government said the only way they could get rights is if they go down on the census and put down white the thing is this is the double-edged sword on census forms on government forms or whatever they put down the white that's totally fine but they did not get white benefits in real life because you still have signs saying no dogs no negroes no mexicans all latin people were considered mexicans at that point you know what i'm saying there was no separation it either way wow you speak another language you're mexican to me you know what i'm saying you look black and you speak another language you're mexican to me you know what i'm saying so that's what it was and you know the, the, the mexican government was all right they lost or whatever the case is but that's what it was and we were just getting lynched you know what i'm saying and the in the record uh, records it doesn't even show the proper accurate amount you know what I'm saying? I was reading reports about a thousand Latin folks getting lynched. You feel me? But just keep on listening to the clipping. It gets very interesting. It's a tourist thing now here. Everything's named Hanging Tree around here. But um, I mean, when you really think about it, it, it should give you the creeps. Back then, of course, a hanging was a big community event. Little boys would climb into the, to the adjacent trees to get a good view. Uh, people would bring picnic baskets. They would make a day out of it. It was like a big jovi jovial affair. Of course, this is for the white people. The black people and Mexicans were, weren't going to come to this because, it, you know, they, they were... The, the object of it was, was to, was to uh, instill terror in their lives. Um, there you go. There you go. They... Remember, your oppression, your way of basically suffering it's entertainment to white supremacists latin people mi gente listen family listen we are no different from black folks you're hearing it right here right now you think black folks are the only people getting lynched no 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 america wants a whole separation of latin people to classify as white so much because we are the largest quote-unquote minority here that have political swaying power if they got our brain religiously and mentally you know what we can what we can do so yes they want to separate us and make us think that we're white and become an, another um dumbass antonio batista you know what i'm saying yeah they they, they love that type of motherfucker Yes, he's gonna he's gonna still be in the slave. Yeah, he's still gonna be in the plantation. Yes, he's still gonna get whipped. But guess what? When he gets whipped, he's gonna have a smile on his face, because you know why? You know why? Uh, as long as I'm not considered black, you feel what I'm saying? As long as I'm not considered black, that's cool to me. I don't give a fuck. You could whip me, call me the N word, shit on me for all I care. 
The thing is that me and you have the same white skin, but I get a little bit more crumbs than you. You feel what I'm saying? So they were making events out of this shit. They were selling tickets in church. They, I, w I was reading things that in church, they would make a whole spectacle out of it. So I'm like, yeah, everybody, you know, say your prayers. Um, Sister Marianne is going to be over here, you know, passing the collection plate around. And, and, and don't forget that this uh, this coming weekend is going to be a hanging of a Mexican and a Negro. You know what I'm saying? Get your tickets at the door. They will make spectacles out of this shit. Spectacles. You think that black folks are the only ones no we have to understand that the struggles in america that black people also faced latin people also faced we're not that different regardless of how many times we want to say no we're not like them no look latin people and black people live in the same goddamn community you think that's a coincidence no have you ever seen a black or Latin Chinatown? Have you ever seen a black or Latin um, a Jew a Jewish neighborhood? No. Have you seen a black and Latin white neighborhood that's all preppy and all nice and stuff like economically upright? No. You think that's coincidental? No, it's not. It's nowhere near coincidental. They see us as a plague. They see us as a plague. And we have to combat that. And I want you guys to hear the remaining part of this clip. The events that took place here in Goliad weren't unique. Over the next 70 years, there were 871 documented lynchings of Mexican-Americans in 13 Western states. And yet the violence found in the rest of the Southwest didn't compare to the horror of South Texas. In a single decade, from 1910 to 1920, historians estimate as many as 5,000 Mexican-Americans were murdered in a brutal wave of terror and mass executions. In proportion to their numbers, Mexicans were lynched in the West as often as blacks were lynched in the South. There you go. There you fucking go. You guys heard it. These are from historians themselves. There you go. We were lynched as much more than blacks in the South. There you go. Now, why Texas is so reminiscent and so much uh, racism and hatred? Well, just like California, but Texas, it's in the southern border where there's more free access to go inside for what I've been reading. I don't know. I might not be that privy to, uh, you know, geographical location, but that's what I've been reading. And the thing is, in Texas, what they used to do is before ICE was even a thing, people, there would be white folks who would take up arms and take it upon themselves to guard that border. And if they see anybody brown crossing through it, they would just shoot them dead. It got to the point where they would just go into neighborhoods, round up Latin folks, and make games out of this. Drive them all the way to the border, kick them out. While the car is moving 90 miles an hour, they would die. They would kick them out 
and have shooting target practice while they're running to Mexico. And mind you, most of the time, these were not even Mexicans. They were just regular Latin folks. They have no connection to Mexico, but that does not matter because all white folks saw Latin people the same as the Mexicans, as others. You are not white. We shouldn't treat you as white, regardless of what this little piece of paper says. This piece of paper, we invented this piece of paper. We invented this whole little bullshit that we have to follow. We could fucking break it whenever we want to. It doesn't matter. You're still an other to us, regardless if we go throughout centuries and centuries and centuries, and now you indoctrinated with all this other bullshit. We laugh at y'all motherfuckers. Look at y'all hating black folks. When we see y'all niggas the same, you know what I'm saying? This is what they say. This is what they think. And this is the reason why I do what I do. This is the reason why I bring you guys this type of historical content because I am sick and fucking tired of hearing there's, there's no similarities between Latin folks and black folks. Uh, yeah, there is. There's a bunch of similarities all the way from ancient history till, you know, a couple of hundred years ago till now, there's a bunch of similarities. What are you talking about? Well, black folks, uh, they went through a different struggle than us. No, we kind of went through the same struggle. We kind of went through the same struggle. Not 100% everything. Don't get me wrong. Not 100% everything. I'm not going to stay out here and lie. Not 100% everything. But we did. In the racial hierarchy, you know there's a tons of other people in front of us. Latin people are just one bracket above blacks. Blacks is the lowest of the low. That's it. You can't get no lower than black. You feel what I'm saying? In the racial hierarchy, if you really want to keep it real, Latin folks are classified one bracket above, meaning that we get a larger little crumb. Black folks, they get specs. Our specs, okay, it has a little bit more meat on them. Are we supposed to be happy about that? Are we supposed to be happy about that? This is whole thing is a game. We can't be confused about that shit. You feel what I'm saying? We can't be confused about that shit. So this is why I do what I do. You feel me? This is why I do what I do. Now, with that being said, I hope you guys like the content. I hope you guys enjoyed whatever I got to say. Remember there's more episodes like this coming out. This is just a series that I always, you know, make and put out and all this other stuff. Um, Remember, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Radical underscore Latino underscore. Also, I'm planning on putting out some merch. You guys might find the link down, but it's not 100% complete. You can still buy stuff, but it's not 100% complete. Um, also, support me on the Cash App, Radical Latino. You know, Radical, all one word, and Latino, all one word. You know, dollar sign, Radical Latino. You know what I'm saying? Um, support me on that and I'm gonna catch you guys later. Peace.